Welcome to Best for Disney. We're Jen and Katie, colleagues that have years of experience both traveling to Disney destinations as well as planning trips for our clients. We invite you to listen in as we take time in each podcast to identify the best of the best. Each conversation will focus on a new and exciting aspect of Disney vacations, and we're not afraid to mention things to avoid as well. We're here focused on helping you find the best value for your money, make the most of your time, and create the best memories for you and your family while at Disney. We're excited to bring a little magic into your day, so let's jump right in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again at Best for Disney. Um, Katie and I are here today to talk about another fun thing that every family discusses before their trip, during their trip, once they get home from their trip, and that is souvenirs. So um, Katie gave me a little bit of a rule at the beginning, and that is that we're not including Mickey ears in our list, simply because, well, Katie, you can tell why. I think that Mickey ears are a given for some families and not a huge priority for others. Um, I have two boys, and while we do have some of the fun hats, and I do definitely have some sparkly purple and pink ears, um, <laughs> I think that that's you know one of the kind of token souvenirs. And I wanted to get a little deeper into the conversation and come up with some other ideas that that guests may not realize are options, and give some ideas that people could consider outside of the quintessential. Mickey ears. Absolutely. And I agree. And I have a very full list without Mickey ears. It actually was a struggle for me to come up with what my four were. And I don't know about you, but mine, I even struggled putting numbers on them, which was number four and which was one, because I love all these souvenirs in so many different ways. But that being said, Mickey ears are definitely an honorable mention. And I'm going to just briefly go into why my family loves them so much, because I do have two girls and a son and I don't, I own a couple pairs of ears. But my 11-year-old daughter quickly decided that was going to be her souvenir, to which my husband and I were like, how many pairs of Mickey ears does somebody need? You're only going to wear them in the parks. Why do you need all these ears? But we let her do it because it was easy to know that when we got there, she was going to look through all the ears. And early in the trip was when she wanted to purchase them. And that meant we weren't going to shop the whole trip because she wanted to get them so she could wear them while we were there. And now it's fun because we have them at home. And I bought like a shadow box. Um, I just went to like Michael's and got a shadow box, took the glass and everything out. And the ears are all hanging on her wall above her bed. So when you walk in her room, there's all these different ears. And there's now ears from the cruise line. And there's ears from Disney World and Disneyland. And, you know, she got pirate ears one time when we were coming off of Pirates of the Caribbean. And then she took those on the cruise the next year to wear on pirate night. So they kind of became really fun. And, and they're definitely hanging on her wall. And they've become a really fun feature for her. And um, that is definitely a go-to for her no matter what. But there are so many things at Disney that I agree. When you picture Disney, you picture Mickey ears. So we're going to leave that one off the list and we're going to start with our own list. So with that being said, Katie, what is your number four top souvenir? So like you, I had a really hard time narrowing my list. So um, I I have more than four. So I'm just going to go for my four best here today. But um, the one thing that from our very first trip that we have done, and we actually do this at different destinations as well, is we always purchase a Christmas ornament. And we try to get one that's dated, or I will use a Sharpie and add a date to it. But something that represents our trip. Um, we had one from our honeymoon, which was at Disney. 
back in 2003 and all the way through, um, sometimes we'll use something that's non-traditional, like a keychain or something to represent. When my um, youngest finally decided he was willing to ride Tower of Terror, we found something that would represent Tower of Terror so we can, you know, that year, we know that that special thing happened. So I would definitely recommend it. At this point, we've been so many times we have a Disney tree um i know a lot of people do and um, <laughs> i think that it's really kind of a fun way when we open up the box at, at christmas time to kind of go through the memories of some of our favorite trips through the ornaments i love that and i honestly am kicking myself that that is not on my list <laughs> because i love my mom would kill me right now i mean that's her thing to give ornaments all the time and i love that i love the memories that you pull out i have we don't have ornaments we did very early on in one trip, um, it had to have been one of the very first trips we did. My son was really young. He really wanted to get that monorail. And we finally just said, forget it. We're going to do it. We got it at the end of the trip. And we only keep that with our Christmas decorations. So while other people have like a choo-choo train that goes around their Christmas tree, we have the Disney monorail that we only see at Christmas time. So it would be perfect if we had this Disney ornament tree that the monorail went around. But um, I love that. I cannot believe that didn't even cross my mind. See, it's already we're like, start it's, <laughs> you can always start now. my husband might kill you. He might say, <laughs> hold on. We have enough souvenirs we get every time. We don't need to start there. Um, okay. So my number four is, it's, my husband was even questioning me. He's like, how is that a souvenir? But hear me out. My number four is the memory maker. And the reason that I put that, even though it's not like you go in the gift shop and you buy it, for me personally, I am a picture freak. I love as many pictures as I can get of my kids, everything there is. And for me, it is a souvenir because once I get home, I have all of those photos and I can do whatever I want with them. Um, So I love having a memory maker. I love that your ride photos are in there. I love that you know, you're at a dance party in the middle of the street and cast members are taking candid photos and then they come up and scan your magic band to still let you have that photo in your package. So I know it's a little bit iffy if it falls into the souvenir category or not, but I definitely am a fan of the memory maker because like you, you get to pull out those ornaments and look at them. Well, I get to flip back through all those photos and I get to do what I want with those and maybe make a book for my kids or, you know, post them to an album or whatever it may be. So for me, that's a no brainer to have the memory maker. Memory Maker was actually my number one choice also, and um, I'm going to um, out myself now because I'm going to choose something else for my number one because I had a few extras, but (laughs) it is something that we do every trip, and we never have less than 300 photos. I love the ride photos and the ride videos where you can watch yourself riding and Seven Doors Mine Train, but it absolutely is worth the money. And, you know, if you think about it, Splash Mountain photo, for example, used to be you'd get off the ride and you could go purchase the hard copy right there for Mm like $20. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The one photo is so expensive. Right. But it really adds value to the memory maker to have those ride photos. And, you know, we always try to get a christmas card worthy photo for yes. the maker and you think that it saves you so much money in doing like a photo shoot for your family to try and get a christmas card it's That's like, a oh, really good point because a mini session even just like a mini photo session costs practically what the memory maker costs so you know you're knocking that out right there that's true. Absolutely. And the quality is so good. That's what I talk to my clients about too. You know, and I know right now things have changed a little bit. I, I don't know how long it'll stay this way. I know that it used to be that a photo pass photographer could take your camera and take photos for you. I know now because of different, you know, safety procedures and things, they can't do that. But 
even when they could take your own camera, you know, when you're in the fairy tale hall or you're somewhere meeting a character indoors and there's a photo pass photographer there, your photos just doesn't turn out if they're good as theirs. You don't have the flash and all the same things, the settings aren't perfect. And somehow they just managed to snap it. Plus, I don't like, I mean, I love quality photos and I don't like carrying around my big camera. I know my phone does great photos and I still take tons on there with candid shots and all of that. But it's amazing to me too, how the photographers at Disney take candid photos. So then I don't have to be the one taking the pictures. I get to be the one in the moment. And you know how many times mom is left out of the photos? Well, that's I'm a really not, good point. I'm always in Right. Yeah. Moms always are the take the picture takers. Right. And then you can be in the photo. And if you're traveling with a, like extended family, it's so great to be able to have a huge picture with grandma and grandpa and aunts and uncles and moms and dads and cousins and everybody all yes. together. Yeah. And it's really difficult to get that sort of perfect photo if one of the people in the photo is the one doing right. it. Someone's it's always missing. Everything. Yeah. It's yeah. I just I absolutely love it. And then of course I'm sure most people know. But add the memory maker on before you go because it's going to be cheaper for you than if you wait till you're there. You can always add it once you're there. You can wait, start looking at your photos and then go, oh, I should have added this. And you could do that, but it's going to cost you more. So you may as well add it on ahead of time. If you remotely, what I tell clients is if you're even remotely thinking about adding the memory maker, then you should do it. You should absolutely do it. You will not regret it. You will value every picture you get and just stop at every photographer. It takes a minute and a half to wait in a line, jump in the photo and move on. And you know, you're getting a good picture. So I'm absolutely huge fan of the memory maker. Well, I'm sorry that I took your number one and clearly I didn't <laughs> have to justify the souvenir in it because it was already on your list. So what, uh, what was your number three? So anyone who knows me knows that I wear sunglasses on my head all of the time. <laughs> in the dark, at the theater, if I go out at night. I have them on my head right now. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Um, and so early on, 10 years ago or more, I found a pair of sunglasses at Disney that I absolutely loved. And it gives me just a little bit of Disney. And I actually get a lot of people who comment on it and it's a great you know conversation starter because of course disney people find other disney people oh, easily but yes every right every time i go i have to purchase and I, i'm kind of picky about my sunglasses okay i'm not one who i want you know a different style and aviator and you know this kind right. of that thing i like the same ones all the time they feel good on my head and yep. again i don't really wear them on my face a whole lot they're like an accessory absolutely but I buy them in bulk. I usually will buy, you know, five or six pairs because I think I went, also. I think one time I was going and you said, Ooh, I'm, I still need some more sunglasses. Can you look for these? Yep. And you told me the exact ones because, you yep. know, you I, needed another backup. I have some coming right now, actually, from one of uh, our colleagues <laughs> who was there that first week when they reopened because I'm down to my last pair and I know that I'm, you know, minutes away from, from epic disaster right. because I right. can't function without them. So <laughs> for me, sunglasses are <laughs> my number three and uh, a necessary souvenir my husband rolls his eyes but that's fine he just doesn't but he also accepts it right and he knows and if he was in the store and he saw them he'd probably be like oh I should grab these in case Katie needs them so he gets it he, he gets it <laughs> how about you what's your number three so my number three it's funny because your number three is totally something 100% you and my number three started out totally 100% my husband. And it has become something that now the whole family searches for all the time. And that is a mug. And I say my husband because I don't drink coffee. I am not a coffee drinker. I have never enjoyed it. It's not my thing. I love a Diet Coke. That's where I get my caffeine. So it's funny that I say a mug. 
but Brian started out um, many trips ago and he, I think it just happened. He grabbed a mug. He was like, oh, this is a good souvenir. I like this. I need a mug. So he got it. Well, then it turned into every time we went, he got a new mug. I will say it gets a little um, exhausting in our cabinet space, (laughs) but we do now have some places where we hang them out in the dining room area where we've got one of those, I think we got it from Ikea, but you can hang your mugs. So we've got two little things of those that you can kind of hang out our favorite ones. Um, But it's fun because my kids, when it's wintertime and they, it's kind of like your ornaments when it's wintertime and they want to pull out a mug for hot chocolate or we make a big family breakfast. They ask if they can grab a Disney mug to drink their, you know, milk or whatever it may be in. And we've collected quite a different array of mugs over the years. So, you know, he's grabbed them on cruises. He even, when we were on a cruise um, a couple of years ago and we went to Tortola, and we did a boat thing where we kind of had our own private boat and went to a bunch of little islands. He was looking at all the little islands like, ooh, I think I might want to get one from an island. And it still brings in all those memories. He got one, um, a Halloween themed one from the Halloween party. We've got a Christmassy one from the Christmas party. So it's just kind of fun to have all these different mugs that absolutely hold all these different memories and they're in different shapes and sizes. And it's just kind of our you know, memory lane to go down you have to make sure that, you know, you pack it carefully, but Disney does a great job of wrapping it up for you and you throw it in your suitcase and you move about your way. So a mug is definitely without question, something we grab every trip. I love that idea. And um, another kind of fun tip is that Disney will allow you to do three things with your packages. You can have your packages sent to the front of the park to pick up on your way out. So you don't have to carry stuff around all day. You also can have items shipped to your resort and pick them up in the gift shop before you leave. So you don't have to, you know, carry them around all day. But we have also found that you can ship items home, like, like mail them to your house for $10. And I've gotten the box and I've shoved all kinds of stuff in there. But when the um, Starbucks tumblers were kind of new and a big deal, I didn't want to carry them because they were really fragile. And so we ended up shipping a box home and it was awesome. And it, it takes a little while. Like they don't send them super, super fast, but it was really nice to just know that, you know, I had what I needed. They were going to be waiting for me when I got home or, you know, a couple of days later and not have to carry them around. So something to consider with your coffee mug obsession, because I know that those are kind of fragile. Well, what's your next one? So my number two, I feel like my list has, all. I, I feel like my mom, if she ever listens to this, she's going to kill me. But I feel like my mom at Christmas when she's like, here's your gift. But if you're not sure about it, it's okay. So this is where my number two is. It's another, it's kind of an interesting one on my list. So my number two, hear me out, are the pillow pets. So my children, I know I can hear that in your voice. So my children love stuffed animals. Let me rephrase that. My youngest is obsessed with stuffed animals. In fact, if she made the list her number one would be the little baby stuffed animals, like the baby Mickey, baby Dumbo, baby Sven, all these baby things. So, and trust me, I think we own every single one of those. Um, but one year, my son, I think it started with my son. He didn't know what to get. He was getting a little bit older. He was like, I don't know. I don't know what my souvenir should be. And he came across the pillow pets and he decided to get one. And it has turned into one of the best souvenirs my kids got. And now each trip, someone has ended up doing it. And here's my reasoning. It's, it's big and bulky. So we told our kids when they decided on that at 10 o'clock in the morning, that's great. Absolutely, you can get that today. But we're not buying it till we leave the parks tonight. So then you can take it home and use it, you know, in the hotel. And they were like, okay. So we got it. 
We took it back to the hotel. We weren't carrying it around the parks with us all day. We weren't worried about it. We didn't have to put it in the stroller or put it in the backpack. It stayed in the hotel. Every night, Blake was sleeping on this soft, comfy Mickey pillow. Um, And then on the way home, they had a pillow on the plane or the car ride, and they use it every night. And it's just something that I don't, I don't love spending money on souvenirs that never get used again. I know that there's a lot of things you can buy and you use them while you're there and it's fun. But then when you get home, they kind of just get thrown aside. Even some of my daughter's stuffed animals just end up kind of going in the closet after a while. But the pillow pet's just kind of always on their bed. They've always got it. Right now, with everything going on in the world, it, it might be nice to grab a pillow pet. You could kind of disinfect it yourself. That's the pillow they use in the hotel. You know, you just feel like it's a comforting thing. It's something that my kids love. Um, Blake now has a Captain Mickey one that he got on a cruise ship. I think Morgan has a Duffy one um, or a Shelly Mae. We've got a couple of them around the house. But they're comfy. They're cozy. They're comforting. I can't tell you how many times my daughter hugged hers on the way home when she was crying on the Tragical Express. And I'm like, it's okay. You can hug your pillow pet. Because, you know, they fold to that animal shape. So I know it's a little quirky to be on there. But it definitely has worked in our favor. And I think it's something that gets overlooked when you're in the store because you're like, well, that's big and bulky. What am I going to do with that? And it turned into one of the best things that my kid picked out. Right. So as I sort of, um, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm judge, but don't judge about yours. We do have <laughs> some Disney pillow pets too. Ah. Um, my boys both have a Captain Mickey and we did, I actually ordered it from, um, the Disney store in advance of a cruise at one point, And that's how we told them we were going on the cruise. They got the but I honestly wish that we would have done the same. When I saw they sold them on the ship, I was kind of kicking myself because really it would have been nice to have it, you know, on the way home, but not on necessarily on right. the way they just because right. of the way our trip worked out. So, um, you know, I, I think it's a, a valid point and they are really well made and they are com- more comfortable and soft than some of the other pillow pets on the market, I think. for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I Blake, I'm pretty sure the one that Blake has, he has had for at least seven or eight years and it's uh-huh. still going strong, super soft. You know, it's not like it's losing its shape or it's no longer comfy or anything happened. I mean, they definitely are well made and it was just kind of a good keepsake for them. Plus, it's easy when they go to sleepovers and stuff. You're like. We'll just take your pillow pet. Because guess right. what? My child has never left their pillow pet at a sleepover. But I tell you what, they've left regular pillows when they go somewhere. <laughs> so they don't leave the pillow pet. <laughs> That's funny. What about you? What's the next one on your list? Well, and like I said, I'm adjusting my list a little bit because we've kind of already talked about a couple. But um, we do, my number two would be pins. And we're not huge pin traders, um, but from early on, and like I mentioned, we have the ornament that, you know, mm-hmm. recognizes when my son rode a particular ride. My kids are a little bit timid when it comes to um, the e-ticket rides. And we have bribed them, for, you know, to put it frankly, to get on rides with a pin. Basically, once you have done a big ride, then you can get the pin that corresponds. And a lot of times oh. that's sort of push them through their fear to know that they get to pick out a pin. That's so an awesome idea. Have, yeah, it, it's worked out in our favor. And of course, um, they sell the different backs that lock. So we have, um, each of them have like a little pin pouch that we got early mm-hmm. on. And, and some of them have the locking backs because we know we won't trade those. And right. sometimes we will trade. And, and pin trading is less prevalent than it was back when lanyards were kind of a thing because of the magic bands. 
be interesting to see how that com- makes it come back now that magic bands That's are going to be a thing of the past, but people will use their phones rather than a ticket. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. But, you know, they do like to trade a little bit. They like to trade with the cast members, which still all have pins to trade. Mm-hmm. And cast members have to trade with a, a, a kid. So if they walk up and say, you know, I'll give you this pin for this one, it's always a yes, which is really nice. But like I said, we're not really focused on the trading. We're more focused on the sort of, you know, the the earning the right to own the pin um and a lot of the attractions have more than one which is kind of fun because if my boys ride together for the first time they don't have to choose the same one um right you know and when we're planning for a trip they like to get out their pins and look at you know what they've they've ridden before to kind of choose what they want to ride on the next trip but it has been um definitely helpful to get you know just push them over the edge a little bit to uh it to get over that fear I will tell you we were late to the pin trading game we were late to getting the pins part of that was me putting my feet in the ground and being like it's time consuming and it's expensive and you know I don't want to end up carrying everybody's lanyards around but our our pin trading started we went to Disneyland one time and we were in Cars Land and we had sat down outside of Flo's area we were just like having a Mickey pretzel And hanging out and there was an older gentleman sitting at a table behind us and he was just listening to us talk. And I think he was maybe waiting on his wife or his kids. I have no idea. And he turned around and he said, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I've been looking through my pins while listening to your kids talk. And I just wanted to give each of your children one of my pins just out of the blue. He just wanted to give each one. And it was so sweet because they were themed. You know, he gave my son the one that was like a Mickey head, but it looked like a baseball, basketball and golf ball, kind of the different three things looked like that. And my daughter, I can't remember what hers was. But anyway, my kids were like, I mean, this is so nice. And we still didn't even jump fully on the bandwagon at that point. But the kids were like, wait, I'm kind of into this. And like you said, at Disneyland, um, you have more of a lanyard. So there's more opportunity to do the pin trading there. So my kids kind of started to get into it. And they've kind of always treasured that specific pin. But then on a cruise is when my kids really get into the pin trading. Because I think it's a little easier. There's people that put them out of their rooms that you can look at. You know, you're not carrying your lanyard every single place you go in the parks but yet it's right there so my kids definitely it took a little time to come around but I've realized it's a really fun thing for them to do and I love that it starts conversations with cast members or other people in the park or wherever you may be but I love the idea of you rode this ride it was a little intimidating for you and now you get the pin to kind of you know you're earning your badge of honor that you did it so I wish we'd use that because we used to find ways to bribe them that we'll get you this, we'll get you that, you know, you want to ride it, (laughs) but you guys have that given thing, which I think is awesome and adorable. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but they still, even though the rock and roller coaster pin is still super cool, they are holdouts on that one. They say (laughs) they need to talk to my daughter because she was a holdout and then she did some of those and now she's a junkie on roller coasters and she loves rock and roller coaster, but that one's intimidating. It's intimidating from the start. And then when you finally hype yourself up and you're like, okay, I can do this. And you get in the queue and you see it launch. Oh yeah. That's when you, that's when you lose the kid all over again. Right. That's when they're like, I am not doing that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but if they, maybe if they try it, they would enjoy it. Who knows? But you, there's a fine line. There's a fine line between, okay, I have faith in you. You can do this. And then getting off and being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did that to you because you can just feel it in there. That happened with my youngest on um, 
Guardians of the Galaxy in Disneyland. We were like, you're going to love it. And in the middle of the ride, I'm sitting with her. And I thought she was screaming tears of, or not tears. I thought she was screaming joyful screams. And I looked at her and no, no, she was sobbing hysterically. So the rest of the ride was like me trying to hold her as tight as I could and tell her it was okay. And, you know, it was, she, she was not going to get on anything else the rest of that trip that we promised her would be fun. She was like, nope, going to the simple safe rides. So you never know. Put me on Dumbo. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. I, I think we're, we're at our number ones, aren't we? I think so. And yes, I took your number know. one, but I hear you're going to throw a new one in there. So um, what is your number one? So we always choose to find something. And really, this one is more about me than my family. I always choose to bring something home to help me remember the parks. And um, it used to be that every trip I would purchase the park music CD that included the music from the fireworks. Oh, yeah. and- the parades I love the Halloween one because Halloween music is so amazing of course now with you know streaming and everything music is more readily available so you can kind of get it you know without Mm -hmm. having the CD so I've shifted into candles now if you have ever stayed at the yacht club you walk in the lobby there is this smell. It's the home. best smell. It smells like planet. home. <laughs> it smells like calm and beach and not cooking dinner. And pure happiness it, and bliss. Yeah, it just, it, it, right. I just take this deep breath and I relax. And I, I love think that. Actually, Katie, as you say it, I can smell it. I mean, yeah, that's how much I love it. You're talking about it and I am like getting warm and fuzzy and I can absolutely smell it in my own nose right now. People ask me what my favorite resort is, and honestly, I've stayed at almost every resort, but I have an edge on Yacht Club because of that smell. Polynesian has a smell that is equally magical, but completely different. Yeah, yeah. And so I love, and I bought um, the candle for both of those, and so I'll alternate. It's like, which day, you know, what do I feel like which day? But I just love being able to light that candle and kind of be transported back to that you know, happy place. And those candles were, I mean, they really do. They smell that good. They do. Because my sister gave me one for Christmas one year and I didn't pull it out for a while. And I don't even think my kids knew that I had it or they'd forgotten. And I was cleaning the house one morning and I lit that candle and my kids woke up and my daughter walked downstairs. She didn't say good morning. She said, mommy, it smells like the yacht and beach club. And I was like, yeah, honey, it does. (laughs) It does. Um, but I, you can't go wrong. And I know that they also sell like the melts that you can use in like a Scentsy kind of, you know, warmer. Um, and I think that they have some oils and things also, but, um, and I don't think they sell them at the resorts. I could be wrong. That's what I was going to ask you. Where have you found them? I bought it at, um, the, um, the co-op in Disney Springs. Disney Springs. I wondered. Yeah. And they're like square glass candles. And actually the ones that I bought came with a couple of the little melts with them. Like as it it looked like a lid, but um, you know, but when I smelled them and I was like, this is spot on. So I went ahead and and did that. You also can buy them. You know, there's a lot of Disney smells out there that you can Mm -hmm. buy on like Etsy or online. The challenge is you can't smell them first. So you kind of have to take their word for it. And you hear some that are called like pirate water and like, 
fireworks ashes and hey yeah. i'm a big fan of the smells and pirates but i don't know that i want to smell that when i know I'm that home. sounds inviting to me right maybe <laughs> not sure like Donnie Duff, it would be okay so Ooh, I, I yes know. that i could do orlando bloom i'd take either one of those but i don't know i don't know if i i picture like seaweedy you know oceany not my thing yeah. um yeah, that's a good, that's a really good one because that is something that just takes you back. And I love how smells take you back. Just like, if, go ahead. If, if you're looking for a gift for a Disney fan, mm-hmm. that's always a great gift that even if they already have something like it, they may not have the same thing because or it's even, kind of personal to pick out ears for someone or a pin right. for someone, you know, you, oh, wish you were here. Here's a pin from a trip you didn't right. visit. But right. a candle <laughs> is kind of like, I want to share a little bit of my Disney magic with you. Well, and even um, if I already have the candle at home and you give me another one, it's like your sunglasses. I need a backup. I need to yeah. know I've got one when this one runs out. So absolutely you know that's a great way to go and it kind of tells you can either share your Disney smell hey this is my favorite or you know your person like my sister knew me well enough she's actually never stayed at the Yotter Beach Club but she knows that's our home away from home so for Christmas that's what she got me and she said I don't know if it smells right I think it should you know they say it does and I smelled it and I'm like oh yeah this is it's home it smells like home to me well, good. What's your number one? Wrap it up here for us. So my number one, um, hear me out again, <laughs> is a balloon. And if I had told you, or if someone had told me a couple years ago that I would say the number one souvenir is a balloon, I mean, I would have been on the floor laughing hysterically because I can't stand how big and bulky and annoying they are. And I know they're not cheap, they're expensive, but there's a story that goes with why we do balloons and why I love them so much and why they're my favorite. So Um, many years ago we were at Disney, you know, we still had a stroller back then and everything, which I will say another plus to a balloon. If you get a balloon early on the trip and you tie it to your stroller, makes it a whole lot easier to find your stroller. Cause once you park it in stroller parking and go on a ride, you come out and your strollers moved because the cast members are constantly, you know, shuffling them to make room for new ones. So it's sometimes complicated to find your stroller. So that's a perk, tie it to your stroller, get it early in the trip and you can always find your stroller. But my reasoning is much better than that, you know, location reasoning, but we were there and my daughter desperately wanted to get a balloon and she kept asking, can I get a balloon? And we were like, no, Morgan, they're like $20. I don't want to carry it around. You know, I, why don't you get a souvenir you can take home? And this went on for probably a couple of days where she was just like, I just want to get a balloon. And we're like, we'll think about it. You know, that's the parent way for let's push it off of your mind until you don't remember anymore and you find something else that's better. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll think about it. So the next morning we were at the contemporary and we went to chef Mickey's and we were leaving the restaurant and we were going to get um, in line for the monorail. And this family walked up to us. We had no clue who they were, but they saw us standing there and they came over and the dad said to us, Hey, would you guys by chance want this balloon? We got it at the beginning of our trip, but we're flying home today and we can't take it on the airplane with us. And we just want to pass it on to another little child. And when I, I have goosebumps telling the story because (laughs) I remember my daughter's face. I mean, she was so excited. I think I started crying when that family left. And I think I said to them, you have no idea. She's been asking us for days to get a balloon. And they were so happy that they found this perfect little child that wanted it. They had no idea that we've been asking, you know, to get a balloon. But here they just happened upon us. Morgan was beside herself. And I will tell you, that balloon was still in perfect form, full of air, looking awesome. It was one of those that had the Mickey head inside the big balloon. It was actually one of the ones she'd been eyeing anyway. So for the next, you know, three or four days or whatever, while we were still there, 
we just loved this balloon. She was, she carried around. I mean, she treasured this thing. And then the best part was we said to her, Hey, we're flying home tonight. And she was like, I know we need to give it to someone else. And so we did the same thing and we turned around and during fireworks in magic kingdom, we found this dad that had a little girl up on his shoulders and we walked over and said, would you guys like this balloon? We're flying home. And her face looked just like Morgan's face did. And it was just this like carrying on of the magic, passing things on. So now anytime we go, if one of my kids says, can we get a balloon? I say, absolutely. But you know, what we have to do at the end. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes my, even my son is like, let's get a balloon because he wants to give it to someone else at the end. He looks forward to that moment of like searching the crowd for who we're going to pass it on to, you know, who's going to get the balloon next. And it's just kind of one of those things that it just makes me have wonderful memories and it makes me feel good and it makes my kids understand giving. So that for me, probably because of that experience is why that's my number one. I love that. You know that I'm a huge fan of spreading pixie dust and we often will take little tokens like yes. glow sticks or something to share with others around us and other kids around us. And I love that your kids had such a heart to be willing to share and that they were also the recipient of that. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, I do think it's important to note that there is one restriction for balloons at the Disney World resorts, and that is Animal Kingdom Lodge. You're not allowed to have a balloon at Animal Kingdom because of the animals in the savannah. So yes. if you're staying at Animal Kingdom, obviously you're going to make sure that you don't have a balloon, you know, that you might have it for the day or hand it off to someone, but they're not going to allow you to have it in your room. That's I a don't good know point. If they, I don't know if they'll hold it like at Bell Services or something. I wonder. I was just going to ask that. I feel like I would be surprised if Disney didn't have a plan because, you know, I would feel like people unknowingly would do that, you know, very likely someone staying there would have no clue, get a balloon, walk in the resort. And I just feel like Disney might say, we can hold it for you, you know, and you can take it home with you or to the park, but, you know, and you can't take it into Animal Kingdom Park either, can you? I'm trying to think. I don't believe that there's any balloons for sale at Animal Kingdom. Park. But I, but like we, you know, we tie it to our stroller. Like say we got in Magic Kingdom, it was tied to our stroller. I don't think we went to Animal Kingdom after that point because right. we'd already done that. But I have a feeling there's probably the same rule going on there because of the safety of the animals. And you want to make sure, you know, nothing happens. It doesn't go flying off and then suddenly it gets there with an animal. So um, right. just another way Disney's keeping everyone and everybody safe. Sure. And I, I think it's a great idea, though, because it does help with the stroller um, marking, because as we know, Disney does move strollers around um, <laughs> at their will. So it's nice to be able to find your stroller easily. But I love that sto- that story about Morgan. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's a heartwarming one. The good memory to keep with us. I hope she Maybe- passes that on and does it with her kids someday, too. I'm sure she will. And maybe we'll have to do an episode and talk about ways to spread the, the, I love that. Because there are so many ways to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I love this. I love that our lists only really overlapped once. We had definitely different ideas, but all kind of with the same, you know, making memories, keeping memories and building of traditions. And the one thing I will say that I do tell clients that I've learned with souvenirs and everyone does it differently. We used to tell our kids they had so much money to spend or we used to, then we changed it to, you can get one thing or you can get two things while we're here. And I have learned over the years that if my child sees something on day one, I used to say like, okay, well, let's just wait and make sure because you can, you'll come across it again. You know, there's tons of things you can find them in different places. Yeah. Nothing's ever going to come back to the same thing they first found. So just let them get the first thing if you want to. And then you're done shopping. You don't have to go in the stores all the time. So maybe you just say, great. If you're sure that's what you want, let's get it. Let's go. And you can hold on to it and use it the whole time. 
um, and we won't be in the stores all the time. We'll be off on the rides, but you know, every family does it differently. So find your best way to make your magic and your memories and enjoy the time while you're there. I do think it's important to note that things do sell out and, you know, you don't want to spend a ton of time looking for something, the magical thing. Um, so I'm a big fan of buy it when you see it. There is yeah. also the Shop the Parks app that you can look for a particular item if they don't have the right size or something like that. That's yeah. pretty great. Um, and even after your home, if someone says, oh, I really wish I would have bought that mm-hmm. rose gold spirit jersey, um, you know, I... I can't believe I didn't get it. There are ways to get stuff. Not everything. Not everything is available for purchase on the app, but a lot of items are. So, and um, if you, you know, if you're a stickler parent, like we are, where you say you get one thing or two things and that's it, but your kids are just dying for this third thing, you know, well, my kids have asked Santa for it. Well, at Disney and, you know, sometimes that happens or sometimes the birthday is coming soon. So, you know, suddenly my husband will take them to another store and I'll sneak off and get it and put it away for their birthday. And, their eyes definitely do light up when that thing is there. Or like you said, Disney Parks app, go ahead and order it and ship it right to home and don't think about it, but it's there for you. So, you know, make notes of things too while you're there because some of those things are still fun to push further in the year and have the celebration continue. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing your top souvenirs with us. That was really fun. Yeah, I loved hearing yours. And I would love to hear what other people think, what theirs are, and maybe we sparked some new interest for people to go, you know, start pin trading or mug collecting or ornaments. So Um, until next time, I guess we'll have another top four list here soon and, um, keep the magic alive while you're all at home.